Blue Wire. What up, Snapback fam? Welcome to the brand new branded Snapback Sports Podcast with Jack and Abe. This is episode 26. On episode 26, we're talking Lamar Jackson, baby goat, all NFL week one, my trip to Austin for LSU, Texas, and much, much more. So let's get it. Down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. All right, we're going away from the traditional intro because uh, we need to announce this is our first pod under the new Snapback name. We had some potential legal issues we're going to run into, so it's your same podcast with me, Jack Settleman, and Abe, my co-host. Abe, how are you? It's got a nice ring to it, honestly. When you first open up the podcast, you said, what's up, Snapback Sports fam? I, uh, I was like, whoa, but it's got a nice ring to it. It's different. And I, I like it, though. I think it's something we can run with. And the fact that we got so big that someone had to tell me, look, we can't really uh, advertise with you unless you change the name uh, is a credit to our listeners, to our very loyal listeners. But I have never been – you can hear my voice almost. I'm a little hoarse. But- oh, speaking of which, I'm going to cut you off. I'm back, by the way. My voice – I know I sounded awful on that fantasy podcast, but I'm healthy, and now you don't sound too hot. So let's Yeah, this it. is – This is a redemption for you, but I am bringing the energy because I have never been as excited as I am for today's pod. (laughs) I'm going to act like I don't know where to start, but everyone knows exactly where we're starting today. Wait, can we we talk about, before we get into Christmas, that is the first NFL Sunday, we got to talk about Antonio Brown. No, no, no. There's there is one thing that our loyal <laughs> listeners are here for. I just wanted that, I just want to delay it. I just wanted to delay it. That is for Lamar Baby Goat Jackson. Uh, I mean, for six months I get DM'd <laughs> meme after meme after meme. Anything I post, he's a running back, he's a running back. Look, I get that the Dolphins aren't that good. What he did today, I don't care if he was playing a college team. The passes were accurate. He had a perfect passer rating. Yes, that's a passer rating. He had three carries for six yards. He did not even run the ball today. I It was the greatest feeling from start to finish just watching his performance. You done yet? I mean, if you want to jump in and like maybe maybe play devil's advocate because no, I okay. know <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. A lot of people said it's look, it's the Dolphins defense or it's the Dolphins. They're not the, they're the worst team in the league. I like I'm really talking about the throws were super accurate. He looked comfortable. And my favorite part was post game. He said, you know, I was pretty good today for a running back. I love that he knows what everyone's talking about. He doesn't care. He goes out. He's eight and one or seven and one now in the regular season in his career. Oh, Let the haters hate. Oh, and one in the playoffs. But no. Let the haters um, hate. No, I'm not a hate. I'm not a Lamar hater at all. I just do you it. can't be. You can't be. Everyone okay. loves the guy. We we get it. All right, you had your time. Everyone knows he had a great game. He played Alabama, a worse team than Alabama and the Miami Dolphins. I mean, in That's fairness, silly. no. Listen, listen. In fairness, 
he did try and make them quit the team. Like, did you see the report after the game that multiple Amazing. Dolphins? Like well, I said, from start to finish. Listen, I like can't. Only, I, I only scoreboard only watch this game. I only scoreboard watch this game because I had to deal with my uh, my Eagles at one o'clock, which we can talk about in a little. But so I wasn't seeing necessarily the throws. I saw a couple throws. I would hope he hit them because he was. They were that wide open of passes. But hey, it's week one. It's the worst team in the league. I mean, between this week and next week with the Ravens are now having their home opener against the Cardinals, who didn't look great today yeah. until that second half. Like, Lamar's going to be the first two-week MVP of the year. Oh, the the hype train's going to be incredible. Oh. And we're prob- if Gardner Minshew threw for 275 yards and came in in the second quarter against the Chiefs, I have a lot of hope that Lamar can go. Like Gardner Minshew, he didn't score a point in a preseason game against the Ravens' backups. Bro, and the, he was, he was driving on the Chiefs. I'm sick about it. We're Nick probably Foles. going into Kansas City and beating them. Like we should have last year. I don't know. And then we'll be I just out. saw you guys open up as 13.5-point favorites into Arizona. I think that's a lot. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Ravens absolutely own rookie quarterbacks. Like it's the craziest stat. Um, so – I think we're going to smoke. All right. Them. I'm happy for you. Can we move on from Lamar? The one, the one <laughs> quote that you mentioned earlier was that Dolphins players called and uh, one, they were, they called their agents and required to be traded after the game. Um, no, we're not done with Lamar. Why would we be done with Lamar? We only spent a few minutes on him. Bro, there's, there's so, so much to talk about. Like, you don't want to talk about <laughs> Antonio Brown that was a soap opera. I get you from Texas, but like the rest of us were glued to Twitter. The last thing I'll say on the subject, and then we can move on, is that you can say as the Dolphins' defense, but I will guarantee you that another team does not score 42 points and a half against the Dolphins this year. Okay. like You can have that. You can have that. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on. A.B. going to the Patriots. You're right. I was in Texas, and I, I, was, I was pretty much, you know, with the hour delay, I was pretty much just waking up or falling asleep to these different things. <laughs> Um, we weren't as much glued to it as you might have been back at home. But tell me kind of like, bro, what the what just happened? First off, let's just start by saying that the second all this AB stuff in Oakland started happening, everybody knew he was going to be a Patriot. It was written in stone. This is just what they do. And they know, you know, now Antonio Brown will not be the head case he was just because if he is, Belichick will cut him in two weeks. He doesn't promise and put up with that shit. It's different there, bro. He has been a Patriot for the past couple months, and we just found out about it a few days ago. Like you saw the reports about how New England originally wanted to trade him, trade for him in Pittsburgh, and they offered him a first-round pick. And then he goes to Oakland for a third and a fifth. All this stuff happens. And the craziest thing is he was seeking um, advice from social media consultants. I don't know what that job entails, but (laughs) on how he could – help himself get cut quicker. Like that means he paid someone for them to look him in the eye and say, AB, just be yourself. Be an absolute asshole. Is it himself though? That's the question. Was it, are we going to go as far? You're a conspiracy guy. So are we going to go as far to say he was smart enough to actually organize this? I get the consultant part. I get all of that. But are we going to go far enough to say this was all just a, a huge plan. Like when his son and Dave was Derek a huge Carson, plan, but he's not smart enough to execute it. But Bill Belichick is. I, the My favorite meme, and there were thousands yeah, the of the whole situation, was the one it was like, 
Bill Belichick saying he had like he had stored all the new or all the old helmets that AB wanted to wear, and <laughs> he's like opening the door and showing AB. Bro, you're telling like this was a lock to happen, and now I'm watching the Patriots now, like as we're recording this, like they're even getting it going on the ground. Um, adding a their defense is the best part. Oh, dude, are they gonna? Is this like a 2007 thing? Uh, it's it's actually no. I don't I don't think they're gonna be insane insane. I think they're gonna go six and zero in the division. The Jets are a dumpster fire after t- I'm off the Jets. Josh, if if any quarterbacks are running back, it's Josh Allen. The kid cannot throw a football for his life. He um, led a crazy comeback. I see your I see your Josh Allen can't throw a football, and I raise you, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Dude, we picked a great. <laughs> team to uh pick for our downfall because i i you know i posted my pick for thursday night i said the packers because we said it's a down year for the bears and whole i didn't watch a ton of the game but how freaking bad is trubisky you know it's it's he he's like so fun to rag on um yeah that was could have been the worst opening game in nfl history i'm glad they made it a big tradition and didn't open up with new england um but yeah dude Today was just – it's a special day. Like, you, I was walking around the city of Philadelphia today. Every single person is in something Eagles related. Like, football season is just different. Summer's great. It has its moments. But when football season comes around, it's something else. The worst part is Tuesday and Wednesday. You're just miserable. <laughs> yeah, and I have to fake a, a wild card race in the Philadelphia Phillies that I have to pretend that we're still in. Don't- we, we don't even talk baseball anymore now that football is back. Yeah, no, we got a lot to discuss. But you want to talk about some other games, maybe my Philadelphia let's, Eagles? Let's let's start with um, – let's go with our first segment, sure. up and down. And then we'll kind of get into a recap. Or then we'll go – I got to recap my trip, and then we'll recap all the games. And obviously, you're going to get your time on the Eagles. Thanks, bro. Um, up and down. I'll so we're gonna talk about one player whose stock went up this week and one player whose stock went down. I'm gonna do no, I don't know before you go. You cannot yeah. take Lamar or Hollywood Brown. What are you talking about? I'm taking Lamar Jackson, the Bro. baby goat. The the highest raising rising stock from week one was Lamar Jackson. He was 17 for 20, had a perfect, yes, that's a perfect passer rating he threw what did he throw five touchdowns or four i don't know dude 325 yards i mean the, if he can throw and then we can add in the run it it it's I, I don't even know what to say plus our defense is amazing so um who whose stock fell for you i thought we we're doing rise first but whose stock no, no no i i picked the rise you picked the down for this week all right stock fell for me um, I'm gonna 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 go attractive NFL coaches. <laughs> um, Why? Because there's all this hype around Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona offense. Um, it looked brutal in the first half. Kyler was absolutely abysmal. I looked at one point; he was like six of ten, forty-one yards, and an interception. And then inevitably, they end up kissing their grandmother and tying with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I thought they bounced back. What other attractive coaches struggled? Uh, Matt LaFleur um, in his but opening. He did get a win. Don't they, get me wrong. He did get a win. Don't get me wrong. But he's supposed to bring this new aspect to the Green Bay defense. Rodgers didn't play well. 
They couldn't get anything going. It was the most boring game ever. Granted, I don't think that'll be the story of the entire year, but to start like that, yeah. especially the NFL season, I was between attractive NFL coaches and <laughs> um, the Cleveland Browns hype for us. Yeah, I was going to say the Browns hype train is off the rails right now and not in a good way. I mean, yeah, the cool I, are, you, the are you buying or selling whether that, that game one was a big deal? I'm going to say I actually do think it's a big deal. I think Baker showed signs of like he could be sophomore slumping. Um, I'm not going to call it a slump yeah, yet, but like you like to see him. You like to see that team with that much hype come out and knock a Tennessee Titans team who's not particularly good in the mouth. But the Titans, that's the thing with the Titans. They win the weirdest games. Like, they'll come up and just show up and beat you. To, like, they were losing for, for the early portion. Bro, I was having this conversation with well, a buddy of mine today about the Tennessee Titans. They're a team that every year you don't pay attention to, and then you blink at the end of the season. You're like, wait, they have eight wins? And on, yeah, and on any given good. Sunday, they can beat the best team in the NFL and lose to the worst team in the NFL, and you wouldn't be surprised about it either way. Like you just end. So in regards to beating the Browns in the way that they did, sure, I'm surprised. And do I am I worried about the Browns because of this loss? Do I think it's a a big indication that they're gonna fall short of expectations? Absolutely not. Uh, first off, they have a bounce back week potentially next week in going to New York and playing the Jets. Um, and it's it's week one of the NFL, dude. Your team is so much different now than it is week ten. You're you're just getting people getting their yeah, first but. But we agreed and we discussed that week one was had extra importance for them because now the pressure will only build OBJ. He, he got seven catches. You know, he got some touches. But, like, he's only going to become more of a diva as the season goes along if they're not doing well. Uh, at the Jets is a sneaky game. Do you have any doubt that the Jets could, could win that game? I think they could easily win that game. Um, exactly. And, and imagine the Browns are 0-2 and then it's – I mean – it's just two games, but then it's, it's panic time. I mean, for relax with panic. The reason you would panic is because you're going from you're, the Jets to home versus LA and then at Baltimore. But right, you're telling me that's not panic. I mean, it's it's week two of the season, man. Things change. The Colts was it last year or two years ago? They started off one and five. They rattled off nine, ten straight and made the playoffs last year. Last so year, yeah, this and everything like last year with the Panthers. They started off six and one. They ended up didn't making the playoffs. Things change. You go on stretches. You tr- you find your true identity of your team. You don't find it in week one. You're finding it later on. I don't know. I would be in panic mode. Um, all right. Another segment we're going to be doing on the pod is on the move. So when I or Abe goes and does a snapback live experience, I went down to Austin, Texas this weekend for number six LSU versus number nine UT. Um, I believe I sent a text message to Abe. I said – you know, we're going to win. And he said, you're going to lose. And I said, why? And he proceeded to tell me how their offense was really good and was going to beat our defense. And I said how it would filter right into our defensive game plan, which is they had a passing offense. We can throw six DBs on the field, which is our strength. I then proceeded for 60 or for about four and a half hours Watch us not be able to guard a single pass, a <laughs> single friggin' pass. We have the, like two of the best safeties in the country. And all that happened was their two wide outs who are like, I mean, they're, they're NFL red. Two, three wide outs. Well, yeah, but the two are like, they're like first or second round picks potentially. Uh, I knew, I knew Burrow and that offense was elite. 
Um, I expect much more out of ours. Sam and our offense put up 38 points. The Did you watch the game? No, I did not watch it. I was uh, watching Penn State struggle to Buffalo in the first half, but bounced back. Dude, incredible, incredible game. The stadium was rocking. Uh, I got to send you this highlight of Keontae Ingram, our starting running back, drops a like the – easiest touchdown pass and all the momentum kind of swung on that play oh i actually did see that play yeah that was brutal and then we're down 37 31 with two and a half minutes left third and 17 this is the craziest part of the game to me third and 17 we just had gotten a sack two and a half minutes left we can get the ball back down six and we had scored on we had scored uh i believe it was four Three touchdowns and a field goal at that point in the second half. We we had scored on every drive. We send the house. And what did I just tell you? We had not stopped a single pass. We left everyone in one-on-one man, and they scored a 61-yard touchdown, third and 17. I mean, in the stands, we were, like, talking. We were like, we're about to get the ball back with a chance to win the game. The, the kind of um, takeaway from the game, I think the rankings came out already, and – I'm not sure if they have, you know, there's always multiple polls, but um, LSU is anywhere from five or five. I down saw to LSU. Three. I saw LSU at the four in the AP. Yeah. And I saw you guys, I think at 13, right by, right ahead of us and we're 14. Yeah. So I, I heard as much as like they got down to three and we stayed at 12, um, which I think says a lot about what the committees and what the voters think about them specifically because, you know, their offense is superb and then their defense will be solid and that they think LSU was good and we were good enough to have beaten them. So my claim of we're going to the playoff was I thought we were going to win the game on Saturday. And I actually believe if we had, it would have been hard for us to miss the playoff. Now we have to win 12 in a row. I think we're going to run through the Big 12. It's just a matter (laughs) of if we can beat OU twice. Which you can't. But the biggest takeaway I have about this game – I'm looking at the box score right now, actually, um, and I can't tell if I if I'm seeing straight or not. But there is a running back on LSU whose name is Lenard L A N A R D Fournette. <laughs> is there like, actually that, that like that has to be a joke? Uh, Lenard yeah, Fournette know. and Leonard Fournette was a running back at LSU. Like <laughs> other than that, I told you what was going to happen. It happened. I'm glad you opened up and said that. Uh, Penn State, on the other hand, 2-0. and Looking forward, we got Pitt this week. They think we're a bigger, way bigger rivalry than we are. Um, to them, it's like the holy grail to play Penn State. To us, we're just doing them a favor. So things are good in Happy Valley. Um, I'm glad that you've come down off your rocket ship to realize that Texas isn't making the playoff. Um, well, I didn't say that. But, oh, funny story. Um, obviously, like, you know, tough loss. We're all talking about the game. I set a reminder for October twelfth uh, for about four p.m. because that is the that is the time when the game will be over between OU and Texas because I know we're gonna win in Dallas just because I know what it's like to be a Texas fan. We'll be five and one and we'll win that game and then we'll start the playoff combo. So I set a reminder and it says, "Do not get your hopes up." So hopefully in a, in about a month, we'll check back in and I'll have uh, kept my hopes tempered for that. 
Yeah, listen, you're you're enjoying your season. I'm glad you're happy. It it'll come to an end soon. Um, everything I said happened, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles, my friend. All right. So before before we discuss anything more, um, today was a day of winners and losers. So why not talk about our boys at my bookie? If you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? Well, I actually feel that there's nothing worse than the people that are always tell you about the bets that would have hit if they put them or the fantasy players that they didn't start but should have. Like, okay, but you didn't place him, you didn't start him. But anyway, that's all straight. So that's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, easy, and they pay you when you win. Let's face it. When you're be- where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this fo- football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're that kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. But just don't follow Jack's picks. Fun fact, I went 0 for 10 on the 1 o'clock games today. So, thankfully, um, my bookie is all our money. Um, fade Jack, fade Jack, <laughs> and your my bookie account will go up. Uh, another sponsor, Indo Indochino, I believe is the pronunciation. Every guy looks better and feels more confident when he puts on a suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off the rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company that makes suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? Ew. They have tons of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. What's up with what's up with this wedding talk? It's so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally or measure at, your, at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, Snapback listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $369. That's $369. Nice at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code Blue Wire for any premium suit for just $369. This is an incredible deal for a premium made to measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. Now back to the show. All right, let's um, let's get into NFL Week One. You can obviously start on the Eagles as Brady throws a seventy-yard touchdown to Philip yeah. Dorsett, and the Patriots are routing the Pittsburgh Steelers twenty-seven-three in the third quarter. Um, but let's talk Eagles. Yeah, um, the energy was high at the at the link today. Uh, I unfortunately had to work, so I didn't get to go down there and tailgate and potentially go to the game, but. I mean, we opened up looking like absolute trash. Um, we were one-on-one coverage with everybody. We couldn't – they were wide open in the middle of the field. Case Keenum was looking like the second coming of Tom Brady, uh, moving around the pocket, getting anything you wanted, no pressure. We go down 10 nothing, um, And then I think it even got to 10-3 or something. Or at one point – it was 20-7 to at half regardless. Um, nothing was going – I hated Doug Peterson's play calling. 
it was at the time the biggest surprise of the week what was going on, um, except for the Ravens, but they were playing the Dolphins. But us getting upset at home to the Redskins, and then just like the last time we played Case Keenum in like in financial not financial field was the NFC Championship game against the Vikings when he started. And if you remember how that game went, uh, the Vikings walked down the field and us on the first drive. We looked like crap on the first drive, punted the ball away. And then it just needed one big play to spark the whole team. And it was Patrick Peterson's pick six. And today it was Deshaun Jackson's welcome home. I mean, what more of a welcome home could you have? We all wanted the 70-yard bomb on the first play of the game. We didn't get it. We ended up getting two 50-yard touchdowns later in the game. The offense gets going in the second half. The defense was uh, great in the second half. Carson on third down was like 10 of 12 or 12 of 12, something like that. Perfect passer rating. Everyone started clicking. And, you know, I'm a little worried about the secondary. But and we have a tough week next week uh, in Atlanta Sunday night, even though they didn't look good at all today. Uh, and that was a team that you and I were especially high on this year. But overall, yeah. Overall, it doesn't have to be pretty. You grind it out. You just kind of go one and zero every week. On to Atlanta. Yeah, wins a win, and you know there's a few things we should tell the followers about because the beginning of the pod is definitely a lot of overreactions. Like Lamar could be miserable in week two. Um, the Browns could come back and win by thirty. So, like you were saying, let's keep it keep the expectations. Hey, one and zero, one and zero at a time. Exactly. And a win's a win. So you guys got the win. Bills came back and got a gritty win. Uh, The Seahawks, you know, they beat the Bengals. They were 10-point favorites. They won by one. Chargers, they won an OT against the Colt. But a win is a win in the league, which is why I thought the Ravens putting up 59 is still good, even if it's a bad team. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there were were good games all over the place today. Uh, That Cincinnati-Seattle game. Everyone was big on Seattle, and I watched that game from start to finish, and they did not deserve to win that game. They couldn't get anything. Seattle did no, no, They did not deserve to win that game at all. Um, I just hate to hear that because I bet on Cincy. <laughs> I thought they had a chance to steal that game. You took a money line? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, injuries. There were some pretty bad injuries. You're telling me, bro. Today. Talk to my fantasy team. So, so Foles uh, – this or broke his clavicle or something, yeah. Or was it his yeah, shoulder? Nick Nick broke his clavicle uh, early in the first quarter. He got landed on, uh, so he's going to be out indefinitely. I didn't even know who this guy was, and then I looked into him. What's his name? Grenshaw. Who Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew. I didn't even know who he was, yeah, he was, and then I remembered him from was it Washington State. Yeah, yeah. That, he was really him and Leach. Yeah, last yeah year. I remember him from that, but uh, he actually had a pretty good game for them. But yeah, dude, he was like sixteen for seventeen for two twenty five when he came in. Yeah. <laughs> he like that Chiefs D, they you know they got some players, but it still looks a little leaky, which is my one concern for them. When you have a Patriots team that's holding the Steelers to three points tonight, listen, so, you're, you're a big warrior for all these reactions at Week One of the NFL season. I, I mean, the thing is, the Chiefs to me. All right, let's put it like this: Gardner Minshew, they drafted him in hopes that he would never play a down this season. And he stepped in cold and lit up the Chiefs' defense. Two touchdowns, 275 yards. Like, that that's concerning because of the concerns last year when they had the bad defense. It, it's not concerning, you know, as concerning when, like, Baker has one bad game because he had a bunch of good games last year. Right. I mean, in general, it's week one. Um, 
the Jaguars, I, I, they, I, I thought they actually had a chance to win this week. They were like that one line that I looked at. I was like, that's that's a weird they, line. Yeah. Um, that's why I Mahomes, them, Mahomes and Lamar were battling in the first half to see who would have the crazier first half. Um, Mahomes is just doing what Mahomes does. He is just he threw for 300 yards in the first yeah. half. Another crazy performance. Any fear from Big Blue, Dak Prescott? No. Uh, thankfully, the Giants. Uh, I don't know if you saw the report, but after the game, Jerry Jones said after that performance by Dak, a deal is imminent. Um, the <laughs> Cow- I mean, you're talking about Texas getting shredded and how bad their secondary was. But, like, the Giants' secondary is absolutely brutal. Their whole defense is awful. You're saying it doesn't matter if you beat a bad team. You still whooped up on them. But, like, the Giants are that bad. They're, everyone was very hype in Dallas. Don't get me wrong. Dallas is a good team this year. But would I be surprised if they paid Dak Prescott on Thursday and then on Sunday he loses to the Redskins? No, because that's what happens in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens. It would not surprise so me So I at thank all. the New York Giants for doing what they did today and getting my man Dak Prescott paid. I'll, I'll have to deal with his uh, inaccurate passes as an Eagles fan for the rest of my life, which I'm pretty happy about. <laughs> um, let's talk top fantasy performers of the week, and let's quickly go to the RS pod, or I guess now it's the yeah, s We have to change that. Um, yeah. Do you start with your matchup? Uh, why don't you start with your matchup so I can pull mine up? <laughs> um, I got you know I posted my team. We posted on the both story of our teams and a lot and of every. We didn't, we didn't discuss yeah, know, that. But... By the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, we didn't put out a, a podcast on Thursday. Jack had a little accident in his basketball game, hurt his shoulder. Uh, we didn't want to give you a bad episode because Jack was down on his emotions, but. He's feeling good, and we posted our our teams the next day, and Jack, your team got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, it got destroyed, but I knew that. I expected that because I was drafting a bunch of players who I think are going to have breakout seasons, and I wasn't drafted the trusted names necessarily. I'm going to take an L this week to Jay Susso 9 And why do you think I'm going to take an L? Because he drafted Lamar Jackson <laughs> about – Five rounds too early because he thought he could trade him to me. And I'm going to lose by 10 points because Lamar had 33.5 Wow, I am in a battle right now against CM Rom 3. Um, Connor has been texting me, Instagram DMing me. He's been trash talking you all day. Well, Connor should keep his mouth shut because it's going to be close. Um, What's the situation? So I'm finished for the day. Oh, I started a kicker on the Chargers that didn't even play. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I would have won. That's definitely on you. Oh, yeah. that's bad management. You can't have that. Shoot. Uh, I started Dak over Roethlisberger. That was looking good. Um, I have nobody left because I sat. I had a kicker that was out, and I'm up 16 right now, and he currently has Juju and Josh Gordon in the game. And – and, and Phil and, and Lindsay tomorrow. Ah, so I'm projected right tough. now to lose by 3.45. Yeah. But yeah. in general, we both put up 130 points. We each had great games. We actually – oh, this would really hurt. You know what, Jack? Oh, no, there's one team what? 
Me and CM Rom were the second and third highest point getters of the week. Um, in general, though, in fantasy this week, I think I'm. If I lose this, I might lose every league. I did lose Tyreek Hill, uh, who's going to be out a few weeks with a clavicle injury. Who's a weird injury, very rare. I was reading about. Basically, his clavicle really? went into his sternum, and it's like it's like an ortho oh. trauma deal. Like if they didn't handle it correctly, it things yeah, things could have went south really quickly. Um, but at, thankfully, he was fine. He doesn't need surgery. He's expected to miss a few weeks. Uh, a Packers wide receiver a few years back had the same rare injury, and he was out two months. I'm not sure if he had surgery or not, but they said Tyreek is not, not having, surgery. having surgery. It says a few weeks, so I'll take that for what it's worth. Thankfully, I have Deshaun Jackson on my bench, so maybe he'll be a viable start option. Top fantasy performers of the day. Shout them out if I forget any. A quarterback, Baby Goat, Mahomes. Dak, Andy Dalton actually played well, pretty threw, well for fantasy. They Case threw Keenum, 50 Case times. Keenum, Carson played well. Let's let's keep let's keep it to the top Carson. of the top. Of course, you have Mahomes and yeah. and Lamar that are leading the charge. Yeah. Top running backs, um, definitely McCaffrey. He had 128 yards, yep. two touchdowns. Um, my God, Dalvin had, had a great day, over 100 yards rushing. Marlon Mack, baby, a little bit. Of- Oh yeah, I 174 to... yards, one touchdown. I told you, man, the kid can play. He can run. <laughs> no, I I meant to text you, but I saw because I was on the plane and I saw his stat line pop up. But you you went back against Marlon. You're down on Marlon what? this year. You got the wrong guy. What? You got the wrong guy. What? Do we need to do we need Do to pull want... the clip up of you saying you're canceling your Marlon Mack? I take? think you got the wrong guy, but. Bottom fantasy players of the week, but whoa, 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 hold on! The top fantasy performer of the week, oh, yeah. Sammy Watkins, well, needs to get his credit. Week. Almost two hundred yards, three tuds. Djax from the Eagles had one fifty four and two tuds. Um, any other wideouts that? that um, were in general, you know, rookie wide receivers as a whole this week really showed up. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood great day. Even DK Metcalf, I think I saw he had like three receptions, 64 yards. I saw one – he hit one deep ball. He went up and got it. Uh, A.J. Brown, also a good day out of Ole Miss. I think he had four receptions, 100 yards. And receivers, that position, that it's uh, it's very hard to to have a really good rookie year like that and a good show of rookie receivers all yeah. around. Rookie tight end Hawkinson on the Lions had a really good game. Mark Andrews and the Ravens had a really good game at tight end. Jets D had a great game, and the Niners D yeah, scored a couple every touchdowns. Every player I great. started didn't have a good game, and every player I played had a solid game all around. This week, you know. Um, top performer in our league is going to be Rally. from – Pirelli, it looks like. Baker, McCaffrey, Mixon. Wow. He had Baker who had nine and Mixon had four, and he's going to score the most points. McCaffrey, Keenan, Galladay, Marlon Mack, your boy, Butker at 17. I'm really sick about this whole kicker thing. (laughs) You deserve it. And then when we figure out what the punishment is, this might cost I mean, there is a tiebreaker points four, and I'm beating you in points four for sure. I'm going to be the third hitter of the week. What Um, do you mean? That's a good week. Is there any 
other games you want to talk about before we preview the Monday night games? Uh, I mean, in general, it was a, it was a lot of – a lot of good football all around. Uh, I thought the Colts had a chance to upset the Chargers. They ended up having a good comeback. I thought the Panthers were going to beat the Rams. I saw you posted uh, posted on Snapback Sports. Wow, that kind of came out nice. I didn't expect that. Uh, muscle memory is just <laughs> real sports. But you posted your picks. You did all right. Not great. No, my dude, my picks were brutal today. This was this I'm um, this was one of my worst pick days ever on the snap. I had Falcons, that's an L, Eagles one and one, uh Jags one and two, Jets one and three, Bengals one and four, Lions tie, uh Browns one and five, Panthers one and six. <laughs> it was the late the late games I did a little better. Ravens two and six, Chargers three and six, Cowboys four and six, Bucks four and seven, Patriots five. You know what really warm you know what really no, warmed my heart today was seeing Jameis Winston do Jameis Winston things. I mean, he's he, he's just on he brand. He's on oh, brand. Brady. Brady just threw a – oh, that is something I wanted to talk about before we preview the games. I was saying, um, you know, I was with my friends this weekend. We were discussing where's AB going to go for the, like, 10 minutes he wasn't signed for. I said New England. Um, I said New England. I don't know if he's a great fit yeah, for them Jack, because Jack, Jack. of Brady's stuff, you know. No, no, no. He's not a great fit, but he's going to be freaking okay. amazing. Well, okay. How, Let's be clear. What's your rationale behind that? Because, well, one thing he does really well is stretch the field, and Brady's arm, has, his arm strength has been deteriorating as I'm watching him launch a 50-yard dime yep. to Josh Gordon. Um, but more importantly – AB's known to kind of run his own route tree, and the Patriots are a very specific, very disciplined offense. Like, every guy knows his role, he knows his route, he knows why he's doing it, and he does it perfectly at the right time. AB's been known to kind of ad-lib some routes, which is why he's so great, and why he's always worked great with Ben, because Ben extends plays, and, you know, they just had that chemistry. So for that reason, he's not a perfect fit as like as much as, you know, like Edelman is like the perfect fit for for Brady. But you just added the best wide receiver in the league over the past five years to the best quarterback to ever play to a team that's up 27 to three. I mean, I, like, in my opinion, you're what? saying it's a it's not a good fit. The first thing I thought when he signed was, OK, he's going to have 20 touchdowns. This is going to be this is going to be Randy Moss. Like, yeah, the. The other argument is the Randy Moss argument and the Gronk argument where uh, Brady's had two super superstars um, ever on his offense. And in those seasons, he had Randy Moss. They set the record. And Gronk was like the greatest yeah, I had some, ever. I had some Giants, some of my friends that are Giants fans uh, on Twitter. I saw a funny tweet. It was like, um, the last time Tom Brady or the last time Antonio Brown, something, whatever about the the whole deal that happened was uh, Randy Moss had 22 touchdowns. The Patriots won 16-0, and the Giants won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I yeah. think that I, I just don't see a way any team beats New England. Granted, I, this is how I rationaled with the Eagles. I was talking to my buddy, and he was like, is it me, or does this make you a little less excited about the Eagles? Just because, like, it kind of seems like it's over. But then, listen, listen, listen. But then football, I, no, I think I, about it, I'm the, like, football, you just have to beat them once, you know? Yeah, and it's also – it's not the exactly. NBA. It's not five guys. It's 22 men 
uh, 11 yeah. on each oh, side. It's way more complicated. Wide receivers. They just call football the players now. men and basketball players guys. Is that your take on, on their manhood? It's true. These are grown men running into each other with headwear. And so the NBA players are just grown guys. Just guys. The, 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 the NBA do. guys are little babies who are – they're crying about being double teamed in just a trying to improve game. their game, man. <laughs> um, all right. Monday Night Football. It's We get a doubleheader in week one, which is my favorite part. Houston, New Orleans, and then Joe Flacco's elite Broncos against the AB-less Oakland Raiders. Um, New Orleans has been notorious, notoriously bad uh, in week ones in the past. Breeze, for whatever reason, comes out kind of slow. Um, but I'm not high on Houston this year. And then Denver, I'm obviously picking Denver because I'm excited for Joe. I think he's healthy. I think their defense is going to be revamped this year. So I'm going to go – I, th- it's going to be tough to pick against New Orleans. I think New Orleans is going to win. I think it will be a close game. And then I'm going to go Denver by uh, yeah, two scores. Um, I was thinking about the, what you said about New Orleans in week one, and I remember uh, the coming out party of Fitzmagic last year and that – that that wasn't a game where Breeze started yeah. slow. That was an absolute shootout. Um, so they lost that game. Right, right. New Orleans is also notorious for how hard it is to play in the Superdome. And I'm sure the way they lost last year, they're coming back with a chip on their shoulder. That place is probably going to be absolutely rocking tomorrow. Um, so I do think they win Yes. in general. I, th- I think I saw the spread was, what, seven points? Um, I don't yeah. think – Houston really has a chance, but there's a lot to be said about that team's defense and where they could be if Deshaun Watson makes another step up. Who knows? Uh, it's so hard to make a prediction with these types of teams in week one when you haven't seen them play because they're both on paper, like good rosters that can compete with any team in the league. But you haven't seen anything. For all we know, a team like Houston could win seven games or New Orleans could go eight and eight. But I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow, and for the reasons you said – and you didn't add the fact that Oakland absolutely stinks. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, so my Jags, you know, they kind of went down in the dust today, but that was a Foles injury. I yeah, I mean, I couldn't explain if I have to pick it. a breakout team. You know who I'm actually really excited for this year? Not because I like them. They're in the NFC. But I think they could sneakily string together maybe a first-round buy at like 12-4, and four, the Vikings. I think if a healthy Dalvin. Dalvin Cook. No that defense is good. They have the weapons. I know Kirk Cousins will lose every primetime game, and they won't do anything in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. But I just think they're a team. You know what? They're a cutie, Jack. How about that? They're a cutie like I call the, the Denver Nuggets yeah. and the Utah Jazz of the world who are here to prove something that they belong. Like Kirk Cousins is that, is that kid in school that just wants to try and fit in all the time with like the elite quarterbacks and do everything he can to sit at the lunch table and everyone will like scurry away when he gets there. Um, but he can like, he can see, wow, I'm looking at his stats. They put up 28 points and he only threw the ball 10 times. He threw, he threw it 10 yeah, times. Maybe he didn't do found anything. the recipe of success and to not give the ball to Kirk Cousins and use the weapons. He had. <laughs> they looked, I was, um, I think it's the fact that I was big on Atlanta and they got absolutely embarrassed. Um, I think I think this is a premature week one of reaction. That's my call because I'm I'm not high on the Vikings. I think they just played a good game, but I do yeah, like to have I mean, them. I, I, you're right. 
Um, Anything can happen on a given Sunday, man. All right. Before we check out here, I just want to say one last thing. The haters were so sick today. I can't even imagine what all those haters on Lamar, like watching that game, must have felt like. Because the only thing they can point to is the fact that it was the Dolphins. But as I say multiple times, that does not matter. It was more about his actual throwing ability and him only running the ball three times. The haters were sick. It feels great. It feels amazing. Texas will still go to the playoffs. Ravens <laughs> Ravens probably looking towards the Super Bowl now. I, I'm booking flights to Miami. My mom already did today. They were fundable, but um, we're going to book them. Hey, man. I'll see you there, maybe? If, I mean, I'll be there for sure. We're, but. we're doing a hopefully a podcast on uh, Radio Row Super Bowl week. But, uh, hey, man, if if a 49-point Miami Dolphins week one win puts you, put you asleep tonight, then God bless. I'm happy for you. Me? I, mean, I know I'm you're really sleeping cold. well on a five-point Redskins win. <laughs> I just have to look at the standings. I see one and zero. I don't have to see how it happened. Now I look forward to Atlanta um, Sunday night football. True. Next week there there is one team in the NFL I know for sure that's leading their division outright, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Thank you guys for listening to episode twenty six. The Saquon Barkley Le'Veon Bell. Do you have any other twenty sixes? Not off the top of episode. Thank you, guys. New pod on Thursday. Of course, Mondays and Thursdays, all NFL season. And always, thank you for listening to the Snapback Pod. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Adrian Peterson Podcast.